If you've been wishing, hoping, and dreaming about taking your business from six figures to multi-six figures or multi-six figures to seven figures, then I want to make sure you get our new free guide, the multi-six and seven-figure scaling roadmap. Inside the guide, I pull back the curtains and I shared all the strategies that I used and they can help you too. First, they can help you triple your monthly sales. I shared proven strategies with you that led to a 3x increase in my monthly sales. Second, I show you exactly how to crush your limiting beliefs. Say goodbye to doubts like, you can't charge that much and there aren't enough ideal clients for you too. Third, how to only work with ideal clients. I show you how to become the go-to expert and attract only the perfect clients and referrals. And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from $8,000 per month, for example, to $20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. Welcome to Double Your Sales, your resources to selling strategies, tips, and best practices to take your performance to the next level. There's no reason you can't double your sales. So let's get to it with your sales coach, Ursula Menches. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Double Your Sales Now, where you learn all the tips, mindsets, shifts tools and strategies to two times your sales in any niche. Say that 10 times fast. I'm your host, Ursula Menchus, and I can't wait to dive into today's show. I'm so excited. I have the very amazing Nicole Lewis Kieber from the East Coast, and we met because of Polkadot. We got connected through the mile, so I'm so excited. So Nicole, welcome to our show. Thank you. It's good to be here. I'm so excited because you and I speak a very similar language and we work with very similar clients, which has been a lot of fun hearing about you. And I know that you're up to great things in the world. So listeners, you're in for a treat today. Take out pen, paper. You're going to want to take some notes. You're going to want to learn about Nicole at the end and find out how you can connect with her and how you can work on yourself. Because if we don't work on ourselves, it's really hard to double and triple our sales. So we'll talk about that. But first, before I tell you more about Nicole, I we have a sponsor today and it's some of my favorite people in the world. I'm so excited. So all right, I'm going to tell you what they've got on the sponsorship side and then I'll tell you who they are. And maybe you might have guessed already for some of you who know me who some of my favorite peeps are. But anyway, all right, here's what they said. They said, I've got a crazy stat for you, one that may make you cry a little bit. Oh, no. Out of all the stuff we read while learning, we take action on only 5% of it. That's crazy. Oh, and that includes the online courses you pay for as well. Wow. That's why Tina Pettis. Yes, my very good friend with Tenacious and Angie Weber. Uh, they're also part uh, dots. That's how that's one of the reasons that I got connected with them because of some of those connections and people that I met through the dot community. So Tina Pettis and her team over at Tenacious have developed something a little more hands on. They aren't calling it a course because they refuse to let you sit idly by and let the 95% of what you pay for float away. Instead, they've created what they call a branding guide. And it has this name for a reason. They are promising to guide you through every aspect of your marketing. And it's not a one-size-fits-all, two-week-long course. Nope, it literally never ends. I love that. Wow. Every month, they will be focusing on a different aspect of your marketing that you need to give some love to. They will show you how and will facilitate a community for you to ask questions and grow. While guiding, they will hold you accountable along the way, making sure you flip the numbers and walk away with 95% of fi- instead of 5%. Because this is an ongoing community, they will only open the doors a few times a year. So be sure to grab your seat now by heading 
listening to www.brandguide, B-R-A-N-D-G-U-I-D-E dot tenaciousedge.com. All right. Definitely check that out. And that's from our team at Tenacious. Happy branding. Thank you, Tenacious team. They handle our social media and they've sponsored many of our events. They also just helped us with launching the Belief Zone. So thank you to them. And now let me tell you about Nicole and let's get into the show because I love, there's nothing more that I love talking about than mindset. Like how, why do we do what we do? How do we do what we do? And, you know, why do we get stuck and not double our sales when we want to? So Nicole, is she's a coach and she's a money mindset master. Wouldn't we all like to have more of that? With a background in therapy and life coaching, which I love. I'm Many of you know I'm trained as a therapist and I just really appreciate coaches who have that background. Using a conversational, engaging, humor-infused approach to complex challenges, Nicole's talks and coaching programs guide business owners, coaches, and healers to reveal and release their underlying blocks and barriers to financial abundance so that they can master their mindset, heal their heart, empower their future, and make some damn money. <laughs> or make some damn money. Nicole lives in Lancaster Pennsylvania with her husband Jason and three fat happy cats. Aww. It is well known that Nicole loves 80s music. Nice. A good martini and heartfelt snark filled conversations with friends. Nicole, I'm really sad we can't get together tonight and have a drink because you sound so fun and I know we know each other across the mile. So anyway, welcome. So glad you're here. Thank you. It's so good to be here. I always giggle when I hear that bio because it is so very true. I know. Well, maybe we have coffee because it's early in the morning, but we can imagine we have some martinis. And I really want to have some fun with you today. I know. I mean, there's so many tough things going on in the world today. I hear from business owners who are having some of their best days. I heard from a business owner just yesterday who said, you know, your podcast has been like a lifeline for me because we've really, we're really struggling. We're doing well, but not as well as we want to. And some days we're just really struggling. It's a couple who's in business together. And that could be one of the toughest things. So, Nicole, like, just give it all to us today. You know, tell us your story, which we'll get to in a moment. I know at the end, you're going to share some of your expertise as well as some free gifts for our our people and however they can connect with you to get more. So let's go back, though. When you first launched your business, your very first business, what limiting beliefs, if any, did you have about selling, about growing your business, about yourself? Like, go back. Tell us that story as well, if you would, please. Sure. All the things, really, because <laughs> you name it. Because really, honestly, I'm I'm still pretty in the toddler phase of being a business owner. You know, I am, am a master at what I do. But as far as being a business owner, you know, it's I'm still pretty, you know, toddler area. I always say I'm a, I'm a toddler here. So I was a therapist for 18 years. So I worked for other people, you know, and at one point I had a very small private practice, but still it was very much, you know, insurance company sent me people. I didn't have to make any phone calls or do sales conversations. I got what they negotiated and paid me and I got the people they sent me. There was nothing there that required me to reach out, do any kind of sales conversations at all. So for me, when I first started my own business, I really had to overcome that limiting belief of I'm not a salesperson. I'm not a businesswoman, you know, whatever that idea of what I thought that meant after being a social worker and therapist for 18 years was. That was the very first place I had to start. Yeah, it's interesting you'd say that. We hear that from so many people. It's just 
just the belief of knowing that you're salesperson number one, and then number two, overcoming whatever comes with that thought <laughs> next. And especially, you know, if you if you haven't had that experience, and I love that you're newer in business. We have so many people that who listen who are new. A toddler phase is one way to put it. You've had success. I know you've you have a very full practice now, and you continue to grow it, and you are offering great programs. And so. Think back, like when you when you you launched your business, and everybody has a double. So when you had your first double, when you went, wow, I think I doubled my sales from the last month. Do you remember that moment? And I'm curious about what what went through your mind at that point about what you believed about sales and selling then. Well, you know, honestly, you know, like a lot of people, when I thought about sales, I thought kind of gross, twisty, tough stomach feeling because my experiences with sales before as a consumer had sometimes been uncomfortable. And so I was connecting those two ideas together and I, I you know, had to overcome that belief that uh, sales is actually service. It's not predatory. You know, so I, once I was able to kind of shift that mindset which unfortunately a lot of people have, it really kind of helped me in my business with that double. And so, you know, honestly, I I just had to relearn everything because when you go into business, it's a high dive into personal development, right? You think you know yourself really well. (laughs) Yeah, right. And I, you know, heck, I was a therapist for 18 years. I understood, you know, human development and behaviors. And even though I'm a toddler in time frame in my business, I mean, have you ever been around a fully embodied toddler? They are an expert at being in that, in that age range. So, even though I'm, I'm short on length in my own business, my experience is vast and my knowledge is vast when it comes to uh, relationship building. And so once I, was under, once I was able to understand and shift that this is a relationship and not a transaction, that is when my sales you know, doubled. That's when I could ask people for their business and tell them from a place of em- empowerment and standing fully in my genius to say, this is something that I can partner with you to make a change in your life and to feel fully invested in it. It really just changed everything for me. And so that's when I started, you know, doubling my doubling my sales and just easing into it. Oh, that's so good. I want everyone to write that down. That's a tweetable moment, team. So for everybody, everybody who's listening, this is a relationship, not a transaction. So your massive belief shift was right around that, right? That, and that makes total sense because if it's a relationship, it's about serving others. If it's a tra- transaction, it's about yourself. And so once you got that, then the external shifted. So you came from a different place. I love that. I just want to make sure everyone who's listening writes this one down. It is a relationship, not a transaction. And right. we talk about it a lot on the show, but we don't talk about it like those those words. That's so powerful. Sorry, well, keep a, going. I know another note on that that just popped in my head is that now more than ever, it is easier to be in business very fast. You know, there are people who are moving into online businesses, coaching, you know, direct sales. It, it, it's we are in a new economy when it comes to being your own boss, and so people are able to start a business within twenty four hours. You know, really and honestly. And so there's a certain amount of growth and personal reflection that I feel like is very important to do when you are starting a business that maybe we're not doing that as much because it's so easy and fast now. And so I think that also lends to that discomfort when it comes to sales and really fully standing in your power when it comes to being a business owner, because it can happen so fast now. That's such a great point. You're right. I mean, literally overnight, it could all be set up. You could take off. 
And we've seen clients in our community move move really fast. And you're right, if you don't have time for some of those beliefs to catch up or if you're not doing that internal work, the external can really feel like a struggle. And I know we're going to talk about that. You're going to talk about how you help people with that in a moment because I'm a huge fan and believer in many of the modalities, not many, like all of the modalities that you use and how you serve people because when you can shift the inside, the external shifts, the quantum shifts. So we'll get to that. That's the stuff that makes me like, I want to, but I have so many questions I want to ask you first, Nicole, so stick with mm-hmm. me here. So, so after you double sailed, you moved into that new belief of this is a relationship, not a transaction. But thinking back, like outside of sales, because you, you said this, like it, you jumped in, you started your business, it took off and you were working on yourself. But what's the number one limiting belief you changed about yourself or in the personal development work that you've done that allowed you to, you know, be here in this moment and to be confident, this confident, powerful master money mindset coach? There's there's two. The first one was that I don't have to work harder to make more money. And so it's not necessarily for me, it wasn't necessarily about working harder to double myself. It was raising my rates and standing, you know, in that, that place was part of it, you know, for me. And the other piece of it was really just looking at, you know, where I was at and saying to myself, this is my business and I get to decide. And so once I was able to change that mindset, this is, you know, this is my business. I was coming at it from a mindset that I had to do this the way other people were doing it, or I had to replicate some model, or I had to be, you know, respond to the they, and I'm putting that in air quotes. You know, once I was able to shift that mindset that this is mine, I can do what I want to do with this business, and right. I can be in it how I want to. For me, that was a huge mindset shift because I was still playing employee in my own business. Okay, we got to unpack both of those things. I'm taking lots of notes. Super powerful. So I'm going to start with that one first. This is my business and I get to do it. I get to decide. And so I have this conversation a lot with one of my dear friends who's also a coach and this idea of everybody else's model and that it has to be like that. And I have to, you know, I, I have to model that model in order to be successful. There's so much of that going on, which I get. And to the extent, it's great. Like you're going to go out, you're going to, you know, follow someone's model and at least get an idea, right? You mm-hmm. and I are both in business because of the people who came before us, the coaches, because they're, this yeah. industry didn't used to exist. But at the same time, we can certainly get caught up in the whole compare and contrast trap and get stuck trying to, you know, model someone exactly. I was speaking at a conference recently and I, I just, I kept saying this. And I was, I said, you have to stay in your own lane, right? You have to stay, like you have to be true to yourself. So give us an example because we get lots of coaches, but there's lots of people in different businesses. But for Nicole, how, for you, Nicole, how has that shown up for you in terms of deciding? Like what things do you feel like you do differently and you're just totally cool with that and it works well in your business? Yeah, I'm glad glad you said that. One of my mottos is namaste in my lane, you know? (laughs) Oh, Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Oh, I love it. It's really, you know, because it's very true because there's so much, there's so much opportunity to compare ourselves now that we really just have to put our head down, stay in our lane and and do what works for us. But you're right. There are models that have worked. There is research of ways of doing things. You know, there is evidence-based models out there and it's okay to refer to them and look at them for research, but still you gotta, you know, you gotta, I gotta be me. You gotta be you. And so for me, one of the things that really shifted when I was able to step into that is I'm not a nine to five person. I didn't you know, leave working for someone else to limit my hours. And so that was the very first thing I changed was how I work with people and when, you know, how I, I price things. All, all those were very much, OK, this is my business. I get to choose. And the very first thing was my hours. 
and how and when. And it can be that simple to make it a huge change for you to feel, you know, fully involved and in, expressed in your business. Like, this is me. I'm not a nine to five person. Oh, I had to stop for a moment because I felt like so many people just wrote that down. I know like out in the ethos that is being written down because we don't give ourselves permission, right? We're so trained if we worked in the corporate world or any kind of business, somebody else's business to be there from nine to five to do our work and to not take time off. This, I'll share with you. I mean, this, that was one of my biggest challenges. You know, I, I had this belief that I had to work really hard. So I took exactly what I did in the corporate world into my business and I just worked really hard and that definitely didn't work. <laughs> so giving yourself freedom and Nicole, you've just given millions of people freedom to live in their business the way they want to. So if you don't want to start until noon, don't start until noon. You know, if you need to take a day off, take a day off. I mean, I, I don't think, I know that people got into their own businesses because they wanted more freedom and then they create these these boxes that they have to live in or this this new job. So that's phenomenal. Create your own schedule that you really truly want. And you touched on rates and how you charge. And it was also the first thing you said. I'm guessing you and I, both talk to a lot of clients who often need to raise their rates or even maybe double or double, triple their prices in some cases. I have a client that I wrestle with all the time. I'm like, you need to quadruple your price, like just way off. And so we're working on that. But talk about that. Like, how do you help your clients get in alignment with how much they can be charging versus how much they are? Not should, I don't like, you know, whatever, like people get to charge what they want, but sometimes they're so out of alignment with what they're charging. So how do you support people with that or encourage them? Yeah, I'm glad you, um, you you said it that way because I I tell my clients that I, I don't really like the term you can charge what you're worth because I really feel like that we're priceless already. You know, we're born deserving. We're born priceless. And so that has never sat well with me. And so I always say to them, you know, I want you to charge for your services in a way that's congruent with the vision for your business. Not everybody has a seven-figure vision for their business. You know, so to you know, try and compare that, it, it doesn't work. So that's the very first thing. But a very, very simple thing that I do with my clients is I say, how much do you want to make? How, how many hours do you want to work doing that? How many clients do you want to have to make that kind of money? And start there. If you want to make, you know, multiple six figures and you want to work with just, you know, 10 or 20 clients a year, well, you can do the math on that, you know, and it's totally possible. So, you know, that's how we start so that they can figure out, well, what is important to me? What money do I really want to make? How do I want to do it? And so then they can create programs, you know, coaching, whatever it is they're doing to support that and to build towards that vision. Yes. Oh, so good. So good. <laughs> Thank you. That That's so freeing for so many people and such a beautiful way to say it. And you're right. I mean, not everybody wants a seven-figure business and they want to have a certain lifestyle and working backwards from the end result is just such a great place to begin. It's so simple. I think we make business so difficult when the answers are right in front of us. Okay. Now, okay. One of my favorite questions to ask. So you launched your business. It's been successful. It might still be in the toddler stage, whatever you want to call it, but you know, you're, you're on your way. And I know you've created different ways of working with your clients. Like you've worked hard in your business to get it, you know, where it is. What are the top two strategies that you used to double or triple yourselves or grow your business since inception that, that you think are the best strategies that you've used? Right. I guess I should qualify as I'm a kick-ass toddler. So, because <laughs> people do look at how long you've been in business and go, oh, you know. <laughs> so I, I think that it comes down to, again, is that really understanding for me, the relationship piece was important because I, as I was trying to fit myself into what I thought it meant to be in business, which was a very 
you know, distorted view of what that meant. It wasn't working for me. And so once I could see that I was in a relationship with my money, I was in a relationship with my business, I'm in a relationship with my clients, it really helped me get clear about what kind of relationship I wanted to have. And so I think that's a very huge tip, you know, for people is to get into relationship in these areas of your life and ask yourself what you want. And so what that led to is it led to me having a healthy relationship with money, which helped me create programs and pricing that was in congruence with what my vision was, you know, and so that is one of the main things that's really helped me move my business forward. And I'm still moving my business forward. You know, we all, we all, we all are. Yeah. I mean, there is always growth. There's that next level of personal development, that next level of mindset shift, that next level of, you know, do I enjoy doing it this way or do I want to do it a different way? And so understanding that there is no end to this is consistent growth is consistent learning. And for me, that really helped me have that opening to all the things that are possible rather than thinking, okay, well, when I get here, then it'll be, I'll be good. You know, it'll be done. So for me, that was huge. The second thing that was huge was to really get to know other people and have really good referral partners and really a really good talk. You know, for me, all of my clients basically come from personal referral and speaking. And if that is where your people are coming from, for me, spending a lot of time on social media and you know, doing other things that were not bringing me my clients made no sense whatsoever and was just burning me out. You know, so really understanding where my clients were coming from and honoring that and leaning into it, it was something that was very huge for me and my business moving forward as fast as it did. Such a great point because, oh, and that's about staying in your own lane, right? Because you watch everybody doing all these things on social media. I mean, social media can make you crazy. It's a huge blessing. I'm super grateful. But sometimes I see people just get sucked in and think they have to do all these things. And you just made the most phenomenal point, which is, what is working for you? And I think what I heard you say, which I agree with, so like you you know what your top two marketing strategies are, speaking, referrals, building those relationships. So that if you know and when you know what works, do more of that rather than trying to do five marketing things. So if you were so speaking is big for you, so is referral part so are referral partners. Is there a third leg to your marketing that you would share with us? Like, what's the third thing you do? Uh, for me, it's just being myself, you know, giving myself permission to speak how I speak, talk about what I, you know, what I like talking about, you know, not buying into you know, some of the, the hype around marketing. Again, it comes back to being yourself. The first year in business, I was being taught to be other than, and that did not work for me. And when I stopped being other than myself... It was, I was rapidly finding myself in burnout within one year of my business. So that did not work for me. So the best marketing advice I have is to be yourself, find your language, find what makes your toes curl with happiness and excitement. And that's, that's where you stand. Yes. Oh, so good. And then stick with the things that, that work. And so for all of you who are listening, like what are the top two to three marketing strategies that have worked well in your business? What if you just focused on those? What if you put energy there and then you shut your computer off and you left your desk when you were done doing those things during the day, right? That's the other thing. Then you have to stop. So beautiful. Okay, we're going to keep going. I want to make sure we have time for you. So uh, Nicole, you're an expert in many things, one of them being money mindset. I know you're known for that in your space. And I would love it if you would share two to three of your best tips for our listeners who are ready to write right now on, you know, just that area. What does money mindset mean? How, how can they use that in their own business and lives? Let's start there. 
Well, let me just say it's huge. Right. <laughs> it's, very, it's very important to the success and health of your business. And it's one of the things that people run from most. I have clients that would rather make a sales call than actually look at their money, which I think, you know, <laughs> you know wow. comes down. Wow. I know. <laughs> Talk about resistance and avoidance. <laughs> You know, so just to first of all, to know that it's a huge uh, component to a successful and healthy business because you can have a lot of money and still be miserable. So I want to add that in and just say it's a successful and healthy business. And so let's not make it too complicated. You know, we can start with some basics. First is you have a money mindset, whether you think you do or not. So you probably need to learn what it is, because if you are in a what we call a scarcity mindset, you're going to make decisions in your business from that place of less than. And we don't want that because that doesn't help you grow. And so I'm going to give them, give everyone three things to pay attention to, to begin to learn what your mindset is around money or what your relationship is. So the very first thing is I want you to pay attention to your language. What do you say about your money? What do you say about other people's money? Are you saying, I can't afford that? Is that really true? Or could the language be, I choose not to buy that at this time? Can you feel the difference in the energy around I can't afford or I choose not to buy that at this time? Huge, right? Yes. So pay attention to your language around your money. If paying a bill to you feels something is something that is resentful, you know, what language are you saying around that? Because honestly, most bills, I know there are exceptions to this rule, but most bills are something, some service, some product that you have gotten that someone has given you and you are showing appreciation by compensating them. Bills are not bad. Bills are part of life. <laughs> and so when we can change our relationship with that money and that language, it puts us in a place of empowerment and where we are driving the bus around our money energy rather than being led around by it. The very first thing is to you know, pay attention to your language and see how negative you get or how disempowered you allow yourself to be in your language. The second thing is your behavior. Pay attention to your behavior around money. Are you so very interested in having other people pay you, but you aren't paying your debt? <laughs> you know, what is your behavior when you, you open up your wallet to pay for something? You know, what's that behavior? Where do you feel it in your body? I think it's really important for us to look at our patterns of behavior and language around our money so that we can change them. Yeah, that's, that's two. Okay. And the third one is just what's your relationship with your money? You know, when, you, when you're looking at it, do you think that it's in charge or are you in charge? Is it a partnership or do you feel like you're being beat up by it? Do you feel like, you know, what is your relationship? Is it, you know, do you just feel fully partnered with it or do you uh, feel insecure about it? Because money is just energy and money is your, it's yours to partner with. There, there's no big secret around that. You know, money is available. So watch your language. Notice your behavior around money. And then also work on your relationship with money and pay attention to that and and really start to maybe even enjoy your relationship with money. Like that's the big stretch. So I'm curious, Nicole, what is what is one thing that you do or that you've done that's really helped you embrace money, develop a phenomenal relationship? money? Like, is there a practice you do on a regular basis that you can share with us? Yeah, I, I really do work. You know, mindset's a practice. I work on it. I pay attention. You know, when I'm starting to get no good, nasty feelings in my business or around some money, I ask myself, what's going on here? You know, when I write out a check for a bill, I say to myself, you know, less the person who's receiving this money. You know, it's a practice. And so I, I work really hard at with, with that language and those daily behaviors around it because I think it is so vital to feeling empowered around 
money. And if, if there's something in our lives we don't feel empowered around or we feel insecure about, it creates resistance. It creates a way for us to beat ourselves up. It, requ- it, it gives us that opportunity to feel like that that's not for me. You know, money is for is for everyone. They can, you know, it's, it's not elusive. We just have to change our relationship. And so for me, it really is a daily practice of monitoring my language, my behaviors. When I get a bill, I pay it. I honor my debts. I, you know, I, I honor that relationship with my money. And so it's a day-to-day thing. Such a great reminder. I know everyone wrote those items down. So thank you. Thank you, Nicole, for being here today, for sharing so much with us. I know you have a free gift and then there's additional information you want to share with our listeners about how they can play with you or spend some time with you. So please um, share with us the free gift, other ways they can connect with you, other opportunities to work with you, please. Sure. So the free gift is a money mindset type. So uh, you can download this. There's a PDF and there's some links to videos where you can look at kind of start to assess yourself and say, oh, where am I? Am I abundant? Am I scarce? Am I insecure? And it really gives you a jumping off point to kind of learn where you might be hanging out with your money energy. So that's the, that's the first thing. So that's a free gift. And can you tell us how to get there? What's the link? Oh my goodness. The best place to find that actually for me is my Facebook page, which is Nicole Lewis Keeper Coaching. It's perfect. right there pinned to the top. I don't have a link in front of me right now. That's okay. That's that's actually perfect. And that's easier for people who are listening to get to. Okay, oh, great. yes. Nicole Lewis, Keeper Coaching. And also, I have an online pro- transformational wealth program, uh, which is a kind of a DIY transformation program. And that is also there at Nicole Lewis, Keeper Coaching, which is on Facebook. And it is an amazing, fairly priced program for people to go through who are not quite sure they want to do one-on-one work yet. Beautiful. Okay. And if someone does want to work with you privately, how should they reach out to you? Through Facebook or? Yeah. So they can send me a message on Facebook through my page, or they can email me at Nicole at Lewis-Kieber.com. Excellent. Thank you. And so everyone, I'm sure, like, go get the free gift. Check out Nicole's online course. Go to Nicole Lewis-Kieber Coaching, her Facebook page, easy to find. And just spend some time there. Get those gifts. Check her out. Do the do-it-yourself course. I'm I'm such a believer in personal development. There's no course that I haven't taken that I haven't loved. And so I know that all of you listening would really benefit from working on the money mindset piece. Because when you work on that, what's amazing is you shift internally and then the external world, your business starts to shift. So Nicole, thank you so much for sharing your gifts today, sharing who you are with the, the whole world. Namaste in your lane. Namaste in your lane. I love that. I'm going to, I'll give you full credit for that. That's beautiful. So thank you for reminding us to stay in our lane. Final words, final quote. What do you want to share with the audience? There might be somebody who might be having their worst day in business. What would you say to them? But tomorrow's another day. You can make a new choice and you already are worthy of this. You don't have to do anything to earn it. Beautiful. Awesome. Thank you, Nicole. You're welcome. Awesome. All right, listeners, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Again, we would love to serve you as well. If you go to salescoachnow.com, you can download our free video series, Sales Secrets of the Top 10%. And you can also join us at the One Great Goal Retreat at the end of the month. That's our live free event. It's a value of almost $500. We used to sell it. We now give it away. It's almost full, but it's on September 27th here in Minneapolis. Come out, play from nine to three. My husband, Tim's actually coming out. So he's going to be out there as well. So check that out. 
the book signing for The Belief Zone is going to happen on November 2nd. So if you haven't grabbed a book yet, grab one, come out to the book signing. I'm going to be also sharing the blueprint from The Belief Zone and how to take your business and your life to the next level. So please come out and play with us. If there's anything we can do for you, please email us at contact at salescoachnow or Ursula at salescoachnow. If you love listening to the show, we'd love to have your review. So please give it a review on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. We just want to encourage all of you to make this year your most epic year yet. Thanks for being here, everybody. Thank you for listening to Double Your Sales. To get even more information to take your sales to the next level, visit us at salescoachnow.com. That's salescoachnow.com. Join us again next week to learn how to double your sales.